Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Another world, another time, in the age of wonder. There was once a dream, you could only whisper it. Anything more than a whisper, and it would vanish. A battle between good and evil. You don't know the power of the dark side. Where shall I find a new adversary so close to my own level? Try the local sewer. You know of the rebellion against the Empire? The Avengers. Earth's mightiest heroes. Peace means having a bigger stick than the other guy. One of these days, I'm going to have a stick of my own. I'm Groot. Welcome to the Neverland Podcast. The podcast for lovers of Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars. I'm glad you're here to tell us these things. Please welcome your host, Jeremy. I thought he'd be taller. Yeah, I can fly. All it takes is faith and trust. Well, if it isn't the Star Spangled Man with a plan, what is your plan today? Up to Neverland! Take your pixie out of your pockets, Neverlanders. Sprinkle some of that pixie dust around. Get rid of the kryptonite because it'll prevent you from flying your way to Neverland. And we're not flying alone because, of course, hit his theme music. Eric Warren. Eric, 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 Eric Warren. Eric Warren. Yes, Lost Boy Eric is back again this week. You know, it, it seemed like we were having a while that we weren't having you on with us for one <laughs> It's like you were making one-month appearances. <laughs> well, I am here. That's two weeks in a row. All right. Yay! All right. Back to your normal co-hosting yes. duties. Yes, <laughs> yes. I said and... duty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a record yeah, and, uh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and good news. I am uh, getting ready to uh, make an announcement regarding February and Kansas City and Planet Comic Con. So oh. uh, hang tight for that. Aha, uh-huh. and I, I think I have an indication of what that might be because it seems uh, we've been in conversations probably with the same person that we're working on something here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we may need to discuss that a bit later as well. Uh, but we're not here by ourselves because we've brought, well, you know what, we don't have a Lost Boy name for you yet. But <laughs> but welcome everybody, Nick from the UCM. Hey, how you guys Hi, doing? Nick. How you guys doing? <laughs> Well, hopefully everybody's doing good. But uh, yeah, Nick is actually a fellow student at the University of Central Missouri, even if he took a semester off, uh, that he's in digital media production, does some radio work. And uh, ever since he knew there was a Justice League and a uh, Justice League film and that I had a podcast, he's been like, dude, we got to get on and we got to talk some Aquaman. <laughs> so, 
And he's even a, a, a was that a profile picture? I think, or you did a picture of yourself as Aquaman as there was this Facebook camera thing this week. Yeah, I did that for just a week, and everybody was like, "What is that?" I was like, "That's Aquaman." <laughs> That's Aquaman <laughs> with a beard. <laughs> yeah. The new Aquaman. Yes, the the Momoa. Doth Rocky version. You, wow, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> uh, but uh, we're not really going to dive into news so much this week because we had such a news overload. But I do want to be able to talk about a few things. I mean, after all, Mark Hamill stepped onto Star Tours this week and surprised the heck out of some fans. I wonder who the Rebel Spy was on that trip. Well, I'm pretty sure it was Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Either that or the guy who completely lost his stuff and was like snapping pictures like, Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> How would that be? You know, you've got, you know... Suppose Han Solo, you know, Harrison Ford showed up on your ride. <laughs> yeah, that, w- that would be a shocker. Other things that I learned about this week, and uh, I actually learned about this from Techno Retro Dad, so I started looking around, but there's these Disney Infinity-inspired toy box figures available oh, yeah. at uh, Disney's shop and eventually will be available in stores. And they, they look like the Disney Infinity figures, except for they're posables. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually saw some of these at the Disney store uh, here in my hometown in Phoenix, uh, just uh, last weekend, actually. Well, if I wasn't broke, I'd tell you what. Uh, <laughs> I, you know I've been making suggestions for Christmas gifts for me for the last few weeks, and I've had some very expensive things like, oh, you know, gift me a Disney trip. What was it last week I was suggesting? It was something else expensive. Now I can't think of it. But this would not be expensive to get me some of these. No, quite reasonably priced and easy to track down. Yes, indeed. And, you know, I'm a big Spider-Man fan. <clears throat> Hint at any family that's not listening to my show. <laughs> it's like, dang it, I'm internet famous and my family doesn't even get it. <sighs> yeah, internet famous, that's what we call it. <laughs> there are some people who know who we are. We have listeners. We see the downloads. That's happening. Uh, <laughs> uh, any other kind of fun things? Uh, another thing that I... I've, I've, this is all, of course, on the Facebook page. Uh, but feeling fireworks that... Uh, Disney's science division, science and research, has been working out a way for the visually impaired to feel on this uh, device and feel a sensation for fireworks. So you get more of a tactile thing. That way someone who's visually impaired can enjoy fireworks. But, you know, I I don't know know, what they can do to really stimulate the senses as much as seeing the colors and stuff like that. But, uh, I mean, this is really cool. It's it's an effort. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, while, you know, there, there is some tactile element to regular fireworks with the shockwaves and the booms, you know, this really is an interesting way to, you know, give, you know, the visually impaired a much better experience. So I'm, I'm all for this. I'm really excited to see it in action. Yeah, I mean, I actually would like to feel it myself just to kind of get an idea, you know, what what sort of sensations. Mm-hmm. Oh, Definitely. Another big thing that I learned this from actually Dr. Shannon Johnson at UCM was telling me, hey, did you hear about this, that Prince William and Harry is going to be in the new Star Wars movie? And I was like, you're kidding me. (laughs) So he showed me this article in Harper's Bazaar, and I guess the rumor had been going around in August that they were on set, but it's confirmed. They are a couple of stormtroopers as well as Tom Hardy. So if we hear a stormtrooper that talks a little like Patrick Stewart, well, there he is. Or Bane. Or, Yeah. Uh, sure, Bane. That's who that sounded like. Uh huh. Bane's supposed to be, you know, from South America, have an accent or uh, something like that. Not in the Nolanverse. Uh, yeah, apparently not. 
And that is, of course, the weaker of the three films, which is actually saying something because there's some pretty good movies. Speaking of DC films, which we're going to get into that later. <laughs> there's also, we've uh, they, they posted out here on the blog Mickey, uh, a bunch of Black Friday deals and exclusive items happening for Disney Springs, which I'm not going to be there, and I don't even shop on Black Friday, but I tell you what, there's some some nice purses and dresses if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, you get $15 on kids' t-shirts if you purchase at least two, $15 on select Disney mugs when you purchase two, classic princess dolls, $15 each when you purchase two. You get kind of a theme going on here. If you buy, If you spend at least $30, you'll get two. I don't know how much this stuff costs normally, but still, that, how big of a mug is it going to be if it's $15 anyway? That's That better be a good-sized mug. Mm, not really. Personal experience. <laughs> yeah, because it's Disney. Uh, there's a lot of jewelry and clothing and stuff like that. If you're headed to Disney Springs, yes, there will be some Black, Black Friday things going on starting at 8 a.m., on Friday the 24th. So make sure you eat so much that you sleep very well that night uh, and get cracking if you're heading into Disney Springs, which you'd have to be insane to try to shop there because, oh my gosh, it's going to be a mess. Well, one thing that I did want to bring up that I know that we haven't talked about in our prep at all, we're recording today on the 18th of November, 2017. Do you know anything specific about that date historically? Happy birthday, Mickey! Exactly. 89 uh, years. <laughs> yes, 89 years. That's quite a long longevity for a mouse. And he's still not putting a ring on it. <laughs> well, that's true because Minnie Mouse is also celebrating her 89th anniversary this year. Exactly. Or today. You know, she ain't getting any younger. No, she's not. You know, I, you'd think Mickey would want to settle down, have a few kids, but maybe, you know, he, he has some nephews of his own, I guess, drove him a little crazy, so... And after seeing Donald's nephews, you'd kind of say, yeah, I'm not really big on kids. <laughs> and uh, you will hear this mentioned actually later on in the episode. We do a little happy birthday, Mickey, later in the coming right. coming feature in the show. So, yes, definitely was a big deal. You know, I didn't post anything to our Facebook page about it, but that's okay. We all knew it happened, right? But I, yep. look, I'm yep. expecting something big. When he turns 90 next year, the parks better go ballistic. Although I have seen some stuff for 89 years, Mickey's on a bit of a world tour. In fact, I saw a video from, uh, what is the guy's name? Brian Hull, I believe. Brian Hull. Mm -hmm. Yes. He, Mickey actually showed up at his house. Brian Hull does really good Disney impersonations. He'll go into the parks and makes YouTube videos doing impersonations and entertaining the, and getting some of the, uh, face characters to mess up, basically, <laughs> by, by doing impersonations. Uh, but Mickey showed up at his house and completely blew his mind because Mickey doesn't usually do that sort of thing. So I, Definitely recommend checking that out. And that, of course, we have that linked up on the Neverland Podcast public group. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't joined our group, you need to join our group. You need to like our Facebook page because it's all there. It's happening. It's happening. All right. And you were actually just telling me something else big that happened this week. Oh, my goodness. There's been some change in the editor-in-chief over at Marvel. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Axel Alonso, who has been in place for... Uh, a few years now, uh, has uh, stepped down and has been replaced by C.B. Sobolski. Uh, Sobolski has actually been involved with Marvel for you know, close to two decades, uh, and he's uh, really been a person who's uh, focused on finding new talent and finding new artists and writers for Marvel. Uh, the past uh, year and a half, almost two years, he's been overseeing Marvel's uh, uh, work in China and Shanghai, and uh, he's coming back to the States to take over this position. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, good feedback, a lot of uh, 
you know, well-deserved well wishes from the comic book community and uh, from the fam uh, chatter that I've been seeing. A lot of people are really excited about him coming in and taking over the reins. Uh, Marvel's had a bit of a rough uh, couple of years. Um, they've had some interesting storylines lately. Uh, a lot of people uh, feel that Zabolski is going to take very much a... And the announcement actually indicated a very much uh, reaching out to the comic community, um, getting back to basics, and really focusing on you know what Marvel Comics fo- have focused on and what they are about. So going back to our heroes, you know, continuing and uh, upholding everything that they stand for, and we'll just see what goes on from there. Awesome. You know, I, I haven't even kept up because uh, last time I was paying attention, uh, a completely different person before Ale- uh, Alonzo was in there. Uh, and I mm-hmm. cannot think of his name. Uh, he's Quesada? Yeah, Jake Quesada. Was it Joe, Joe Quesada? Quesada? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the last person I remember being in charge, and he even popped up on a few Disney XD uh, little extras uh, after an animated episode of whatever of Spider-Man or Avengers Earth of Mightiest Heroes back in the day, which was a better series than some of the cartoons they've had now. Uh, but he would pop on and he would draw one of the characters or something and try to teach kids how to draw characters and talk about comics. And that was a pretty cool thing. But I know some people weren't entirely pleased with everything Joe Casada did with the company. And I mean, he was kind of a hit or miss. So it'll be interesting to see what direction things go, and maybe I'll start putting a little bit more money into it, because right now, every time Dan Slott's writes something and there's something new with Spider-Man, I'm like, let me take a look at it, but then I was like, no, I tried. This legacy thing has not pleased me. I, I didn't get far. I got into one issue, and uh <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, did well, we got through everything? I, I believe so. Woo. So that was a, a brief rundown. I mean, there's probably stuff we didn't talk about. But, oh, my gosh, uh, we, we're going to definitely talk about the Justice League movie, but let's talk about some of the trailers that we've seen in front of it. Uh, there is a new teaser for Incredibles 2. I didn't get to see it, though, other than on YouTube. Mama, now the gator got in the house. Now the gator? Give me that sugar. Come here. Oh. Oh. Get him, Mama. Oh. Get that gator. Oh. Ah. The Neverland Trailer Park. It's weird. You like hang out with animals more than people. Yeah, well, animals get me. I rescued George when he was two years old. George never would have survived on his own. He definitely trusts you. Last night, George was seven feet and weighed 500 pounds. George, you okay, buddy? You're scared. It's okay. This morning, he's nine feet pushing a thousand. What's happening to my friend? Are you familiar with genetic editing? Changes will be incredibly unpredictable. Is he the only one? Oh, you didn't know about the 30-foot wolf? of a day, huh? Science experiments falling from the sky. Having George on that plane, it's a big mistake. I think we'll be all right. Let's go save the world. It's coming back to me. 
coming back. You have to evacuate Chicago. George didn't ask for this. They're gonna put him down. That's not happening. The only thing that's missing right now is a giant crocodile. Uh, I've also seen a trailer for Rampage. Yes, the video game Rampage. Remember, I think we spoke about this a long time ago, and we weren't really that thrilled about it. We were thinking, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Well, now we've got yeah, a trailer. Right. Well, uh, which one do you want to get into first? Uh, well, Rampage. Uh, wow. Um, this, uh, you know, the, the game was comical. It was funny, and it was a bit goofy. I think they're taking this way too seriously. You know, um, one thing that uh, they're making very clear is that the monsters are animals rather than humans that have been affected by something. So, you know, that is a departure from the game. You know, yeah. part of it was as you got attacked and as you quote unquote died, your character reverted back to the human that it was as they slowly edged their way off the screen. Yeah, because they're um, naked, so they're covering their anatomy. Yeah. It's rather funny. <laughs> so, but you know, they they do have you know the three main um, monsters. There's a King Kong type monster. Uh, there's the wolf monster and a lizard monster. Yep, so, specifically you know, the, George, Ralph, and Lizzie. Exactly, exactly. And so they, they are staying true to that, but you know how this is going to work as a movie, I guess we just got to see it to understand it all. Yeah, April 20th, 2018, here we go. Can it, The Rock just, save this movie? Is it just me? Is The Rock in everything now? He is! It, it's it's The Rock in a Jungle. <laughs> I thought that was Jumanji. That's, that's because uh, I saw that preview yesterday too. <laughs> I, I, I thought that was Journey Two. Uh, that was a while back. Journey Two already happened. <laughs> yeah, but now we got no, that, that, the Jumanji. Actually, looks kind of good. <laughs> it, it'll be interesting, but you know this this is starting to get to be a trope with Dwayne Johnson. He's in movies set in the jungle. Yeah, he, it's kind of become because uh, he's also going to be uh, the, the upcoming Jungle Cruise film. Mm-hmm. Which I don't, have we gotten a look at that yet? I don't think so. Have we? Nope, nope. It's still it's still in development. Still in development. We'll mm-hmm. just see how that and, turns out. You know, and and I'm sure you know if this trend continues, we'll see uh, Black Adam in a jungle. I'll bet. I'll bet. <laughs> he, he gets to fight Chuck in the jungle. That'll be awesome. Welcome to the jungle, Chuck. You're you're Shazam now. And uh, yeah, okay. That, I don't know where I was going with that. It was nowhere funny though. I'm funny sometimes, but not today. <laughs> well, you know, um, yeah, as you mentioned, this wasn't the only new trailer that came out. We had that teaser for The Incredibles. Yes, and I mentioned it. Yes, that looks mm-hmm. hilarious. I'm so excited for next summer. Now, um, again, this was just a very quick look. It's uh, basically Jack-Jack you know, crawling into a, a room with The Incredibles symbol. Uh, using his powers to divide the eye into the Roman numeral two, and then uh, his father finding out, you've got powers. 
It's funny, then Jack-Jack sneezes, bursts into flames, and sends some eye beams right through Mr. Incredible's hair and makes a nice little divot. I thought it was hilarious. I am so excited for this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we already know that this is picking up right where the last movie ended. So, uh, you know, it'll, you know, we're not going to see much different in the characters, uh, you know, time progression wise, but still will be interesting to see now that they have come together as a family, they've overcome their differences and their arguments and their sibling rivalry. Yeah, let's, I'm excited to see where they take this. And they need to battle the Underminer. I have been beneath you, but nothing is beneath me. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> He's got to have an appearance because it's John Ratzenberger. Mm-hmm. you got to squeeze it John in Rat- somewhere. Yes. Okay, uh, so what? let's see. I've seen also a trailer this week for, uh, I believe it's called The Showman, or The Greatest Showman. It's a, mu- it's a musical yeah, yeah. about P.T. Barnum starring Hugh Jackman. Zac Efron mm-hmm. and Zendaya. They've all played Disney characters. So that's how we're allowed to talk about it. See, we connected in there. <laughs> Hugh Jackman has now, instead of being Wolverine, he actually gets to show what made him famous originally back in Australia and sings. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he did that in Les Miserables. Oh, you know what? I didn't see that. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. You're still just the tailor's boy. Better luck with your next job. Those people will never accept us. This isn't the life I promised you. Not even close. But I have everything I want. Girls, I think I've had an idea. Look out, cause here I come together a show it's a place where people can see things they've never seen before <laughs> okay I'm not who's that and what is your act i don't have an act everyone's got an act people aren't gonna like it if you put us on stage no oh, i'm counting on it well, i believe those are the words of a scoundrel a showman whistling just a showman don't listen to them they don't understand yet. But they will. So tell me, do you want to go? Where it's covered in all the colored lights. Where the runaways are running the night. Impossible come true. It's taking over you. Does it bother you that everything you're selling is fake? Do these smiles seem fake? We have more protesters every day. I tried to fix! You're risking everything you've built. Well, how do you think I built it? It's the world is ashamed of us. It's you ever need. But you put us in the spotlight. You gave us a real family. Have you no shame? Father, the world is changing. It's Never made a difference by being like everyone else. The showman looks very good. This is this is slightly based off some true story of P.T. Barnum, and it appears to be. Uh, uh, we, I seem to be getting a message from it though about accepting yourself, who you are, and being weird, but yet having you know 
being out there and not being afraid to show off your whatever oddity that you can do and that kind of thing, which I, I smell a modern type of message coming probably from the film. It might be a little preachy, but it looked like it was going to be fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, one thing I noticed is that it did say that the uh, people who created the music for this movie were the same ones uh, who created uh, the music for La La Land, yep. uh, which I'm actually expecting to see a little bit later today, perhaps. I'm going to have to see it eventually. <laughs> Wolverine putting on a top hat, singing and dancing. We'll have to see how that turns out. Yeah, because Hugh Jackman can be very, very charming when he turns it on. Mm-hmm. So I was to tell you what, if I was one of the ladies, I'd probably be like, oh, my goodness. But I'm just like, dude, I wish I was that cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> one of these days I'll be that cool and then I'll then I'll die because <laughs> I'll be old because old people are cool. Alrighty, so uh, what other trailers? So, you know, Nick, have you seen any different trailers than what we've already talked about? Oh, Ready Player One, I saw a trailer for that, which I think we've probably discussed that one at, at length, but it was still freaking awesome. Yeah, that's the one that got me yesterday when I was watching. I was like, what is this? And it made me want to watch it. Oh, yeah. Have you ever read the book? I, I have. Anybody? No, else? I haven't. I've heard of the book, but I haven't read it. Eric, yeah. did you ever read it's... the book? Oh, yeah. I read it in two days. <laughs> I think it took me about a week because I was doing an audiobook and it's just when I was driving back and forth places or whatever, I went through it. Uh, I don't know if Last Boy Philip was really, had known much about it, but when I recognized when it started saying in the year 2049 and, you know, to talk about that, I grabbed his leg like, Phil, like, you gotta check this. This is gonna be cool. So, and I, he did get a kick in seeing the Iron Giant there, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my wife hadn't seen the trailer until today and when she saw the Iron Giant show up, you know, I think she exclaimed aloud, what, which startled everybody in the audience. <laughs> oh, yes, that's going to have all kinds of 80s references. And uh, See, Nick, you're fairly young, though. How, did you recognize most of the references in that film or that trailer? Well, I'm actually a little bit older. I'm 37 now, so... Oh, so you're not as young as I thought you were. No, no, I'm a, I'm actually an 80s kid. I'm from 1980. Awesome. Okay, so... Yeah, so. I, I, yeah, I did grab it. That's kind of like why I like this. Kind of like why I like Stranger Things, you, the TV show. This goes of my eighth of the 80s. Oh, yeah. Especially, I love the way they... Since they couldn't get licensing for light cycles, how they came pretty darn close to a light cycle. <laughs> oh, that's, that's actually uh, from Akira. Oh, the motorcycle. Yeah. Now that I think about it, it's been a long time since I've seen Akira. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite uh, little Easter eggs in that trailer is uh, Bigfoot. Yes. The monster truck showing yes. up. Yes. And of course, you know, you've got the, the DeLorean, you know, doing its uh, drift. Mm-hmm. They're at a few points. And, Freddy Krueger uh, getting blasted to bits. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Along with Duke Nukem. Uh, see, I, I still haven't spotted Duke Nukem. I've heard he's in there somewhere, but I haven't spotted him yet. Yep, yep. Same same sequence as uh, Freddy Krueger. And you can also see Gandalf in there at one point as well. I almost thought I saw Voldemort. Yeah, yeah. It's very possible that you did. Uh, you know, they are definitely laying in there. Uh, because it is a Warner Brothers film, they are mm-hmm. certainly working to get all of their different Warner Brothers properties in there. Uh, you can see uh, Harley Quinn and Deathstroke at one point walking together. Ah, Deathstroke. That reminds me of something. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that we should say any more about Deathstroke, but yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, but Deathstroke has been making appearances on the on CW's Arrow, uh, which okay. So this Crisis X thing uh, is this based off of any DC Comics Crisis that I or either of you know about? Because I have no idea. Well, I haven't been watching the shows. I, I've actually got a lot to catch up on. But you know, every time uh, DC has an event. Uh, with Crisis in it, you know that it's going to inevitably mean the merging or the, the you know, something involving the different worlds and different dimensions, mm-hmm. uh, the, the multiverse, as it were, uh, of everything that is DC. And, you know, they've already established previously in the series that Supergirl is in a different, uh, on a different world or a different Earth than the rest of the Arrowverse. Um, and, you know, one of the things that they can use, oh, even, even the Flash yeah. has established this as well yeah. um, with the different Earths that they're going back and forth from. So, uh, you know, it's it's through that that they're able to bring back, um, oh, and I can't remember his name, but the, the guy who played uh, Thrawn, uh, Thon, Eobard Thon. Uh, um, yeah, they having Harry in there. Uh Tom Cavanaugh yeah. back in, yes, playing yes, multiple versions yes. of himself. Actually, a couple episodes ago, it was really funny. Or was mm-hmm. that was that yeah. this week, or was that? I mean, it was a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. I've been I, I've been playing catch up before Crisis X happens because I didn't know if this was supposed to be similar to a Crisis on Infinite Earths or. Mm-hmm. But, but everything in DC is a crisis. Yeah. So yeah, so I, I don't know that this is related to any specific Crisis storyline. Um, but generally, if you want to, you know, indicate that there's a multiversal event going on, you use the word crisis to describe it. Yeah. But it looks like Barry and Iris will be getting married in the course of this. Hmm. But yeah, I've, I've seen some pictures of the wedding is supposed to take place. This all starts on Monday night, November 27th. And I have a feeling we might be getting close to wrapping up for a, our winter break because Black Lightning is supposed to be coming up very, very soon. And I'm excited to check out a new character. I guess I better start uh, getting my Netflix subscriptions gone through. Uh, yeah. Uh, although some of the writing on The Flash this season has been a little subpar. Uh, they, it's it's getting bad. There were some really bad things the last couple episodes. So I was like, oh, really? Really? Come on. Who's who's writing this? You guys are so much better than this. I know you can do better. So sort of like the elongated one of the biggest complaints. We'll just go into the elongated man who's been appearing now. Uh, we've seen him get shot with bullets, get punched in the face, and everything. He just rubberizes around. It doesn't affect him. But the suit of armor, empty suit of armor, is brought to life. It hits him, and suddenly he's knocked through a couple of walls. So I'm like, wait a minute. Have we not established that he's rubberized and you can't do that? Not to mention Barry goes in and vibrates that suit of armor, shatters it apart, but there's no shrapnel damage to the guy he was trying to rescue that was right in front of the suit of armor who would have taken a piece of shrapnel because he's that close. Comics, everyone. Comics. Oh, but bad writing. Bad writing. And this, there, even the episode before had some bad stuff. The, there was a, a female-centric episode. They let a female villainess get away uh, and then claim to save the city, although she could go and recapture the meta that she had been uh, abusing to uh, sell his tears for drugs. She can just go and recollect them. So they didn't save anybody or anything. Just, oh. So okay. nothing happened? <laughs> yes, it was the most pointless, stupid episode. Also, they could repeatedly, at least ten times, I swear in the episode, somebody goes, hashtag feminism. It got old fast. It's like, okay, we get it. We, you want to have some of the females do something. Well, make them actually do something and accomplish something and not let the villain get away on purpose. Because they had her. They could have just grabbed her. Grab her, lock her up. But no, they said, okay, well, we've saved him. And we saved the city. The villain just walks off. Like, what? What? Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I was trying not to get myself on a rant there, but uh, uh, it had to be said. It had to be said. It just, uh, oh, I saw you going to, so I just pushed you right off the edge. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, speaking of, uh, well, okay, I, I still like Grant Gustin better as The Flash, but let's get into this Justice League movie. There'll be spectacle, there'll be fantasy, there'll be daring do and stuff like you would never see. Maybe a movie, yeah, we're gonna be a movie, starring everybody and me. Boy, I wish I were you people seeing this for the first time. Kermit, I got a great picture of the chicken. Oh, good. So you two can just talk about this film because everybody will hear my opinion when I talk about it with Lost Boy Philip, who I went with earlier today. Uh, also, you'll hear us talk about Battlefront 2. All right. Well, yeah. I, I, for one, can say uh, you know, I've had my own issues with the DC Extended Universe. You know, I, I really didn't care for Man of Steel. I really didn't care for Batman v Superman. Uh, Suicide Squad really let me down. But Wonder Woman really surprised me so going into uh justice league here i i was hoping for something that maybe didn't culminate in a great big slugfest with a cgi taller than life bad guy well this is what i went through i just had really low expectations because of batman superman and the movies you just mentioned other than wonder woman that just, that was a home run to me but i just went in there with really, really low expectation and it, I loved it. I liked the movie. There's some things I would change with it. Like, the plot's kind of, you know, you kind of throw it around everywhere. Like, in the beginning. And and then the CGI I didn't really like. I think they need to fire the CGI company. But I liked the movie overall. I liked the actors. I, I think all the actors knocked it out. I was really worried about Cyborg. I didn't know how they would have him portrayed. But I was really surprised how good he did. That Ray Fisher yeah. played him. Yeah, I have to agree. Cyborg was really a standout for me. Um, I knew going in that Cyborg was going to be a part of the league. I knew that he had been teased somewhat in Batman v Superman, but uh, to to see how he was brought to life uh, by was it Ray Fisher? Yeah, it was Ray Fisher. Mm-hmm. Was uh, was really fantastic. You know, uh, one of the biggest things with Cyborg is his conflict between uh, you know his human side and this. Uh, robotic cyborg side to him and I think that they really uh, focused and had a good and interesting twist on it yeah they did and, this, and now uh, I'm not trying to give out too much here but mm-hmm. just how the other characters kind of like came around like the right character came around to get them to come over to the you know to the Justice League mm-hmm. and then the surprise me because I was so worried about it was Aquaman because I'm a big Aquaman fan it's how Justin or Jason was going to play him, and how I was like, "Oh, how is DC going to ruin this?" <laughs> <laughs> and I really liked I liked his character. It was it was pretty good. And I mean, there's like that one part, Nate, the the joke where he just all of a sudden starts breaking down and starts having this moment. And I'm sitting in the movie there like, <laughs> "What is he doing?" And it turns out to be a joke. And I'm like, "Oh, that's pretty good." It made me laugh. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Good way for him to, uh, you know, bring up those uh, concerns and feelings. Yeah, I was just like, what is he doing? What's going on? And it turns out to be one, one of the best jokes, and I love the humor that they brought into this movie. They're kind of lacking that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all, all of the films up to this point, and even Wonder Woman, are really focused on darkness and um, and, and and how grim the world has been. 
And, you know, to have that, you know, really strong element of humor all throughout the film was, you know, very refreshing as far as I'm concerned. It was. I did like that they brought uh, Danny Elfman back in to play the music, and they brought back the Michael Keaton version of the Batman music. That was pretty Yes. And yes. I was nine when that movie came out, and that was the first time I've ever seen a dark character or seen Batman like that or any character. So, uh, like, when, that, when the movie started, I'm like, oh, like, I'm going to see Michael Keaton. <laughs> and I love that uh, it, it wasn't necessarily um, I, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it it wasn't entirely taking over the score it uh, was at times very subtle um, but if you know it it's very easy to recognize oh yeah I, I caught it right in the beginning and then mm-hmm. as I saw something I was, I was trying to like not look at Facebook or anything about Justice League because I want to get my own opinion first that's how I treat every movie but I just wanted to have my own opinion with it and and I did a pretty good job but I, that's like the only thing I read that that guy was coming back to and he was putting the old score in there mm-hmm. an updated um, it's kind of an updated newer way of yeah it. yeah yeah it's something that you know really fits in with the the current aesthetic of uh, movie music. And that that you don't really notice that it's put into the background, and if not for recognizing a little bit of the Batman theme and the Superman theme, I would not have noticed it was there, because I I, I couldn't really hear the music. Well, and and I wasn't going to mention that uh, second bit of uh, music for spoiler reasons. Oh, well, oh, everybody uh, knows Superman was coming back. It's, 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 they've had the toys out of them. So. Yeah, worst kept secret, uh, you know, right next to Qui-Gon's death. <laughs> you know, but, but as we're speaking about it, one thing that I really enjoyed is how it took, uh, you know, it started out when uh, Superman does appear. It almost, you know, it started out, but then it went into a minor key. Yeah, we won't say why. <laughs> but uh, you know, and, and speaking of Superman, again, I, I really enjoyed the the little bit about him talking about what his symbol means. I mean, they, they've discussed it before in the movies, but uh, the way that they approach it in this film was interesting. Uh, and and I've got to say, as the movie ended, the second to last shot, and I, and I hope both of you remember what that second to last shot was made my inner 10-year-old grin. Because <laughs> yeah, that the, that's the Superman that I've been waiting to see with these movies. Yeah, and they really haven't got Superman this whole entire time. I think they finally got Superman down. I was just like, maybe they need to call someone, get Gene Hackman back, or, and, you know, <laughs> the guys <laughs> bring back Christopher Reeve's ghost, I don't know, <laughs> just to get him back to where, where he should be. Now, by second to last shot, I guess you're meaning that mid-credit scene. Oh no, 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 no! I'm talking of the actual movie itself. The very last shot we see is of uh, Superman soaring upward, but it's the action that he does before that. I'm trying to think now what that was. I can't remember. I, okay, I, well, I'm, try- I'm trying not to spoil it. Yeah, because I, rem- I remember. <laughs> if you think I should spoil it, I'll spoil. I remember being at the house. Yeah, it's after the house. It's after the He's house. He's back in the city. He's back in Metropolis. Oh, okay. He's yeah. got his trench coat on. There you go. Yeah. But then... It's... Yeah. <laughs> there is a, yeah, I get it. There is that moment of that's pure Superman right there. I know what you're talking about now. Mm-hmm. 
this looks like a job for Superman. <laughs> exactly. I've, I've, I've felt that emotion only one other time watching all of these movies, and it was that first flying sequence in Man of Steel. Yeah, when he was learning to fly, that was pretty cool. Exactly. Yeah. But... And it's yeah, the same that, feeling that, I got in the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man film when uh, when the f- goblin attacks the uh, the festival there, and we see Peter run down the street and boom, pull a Superman <laughs> maneuver right there. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't spoil anything. I hinted. <laughs> um, as far as uh, you know, our other new addition to the cast is Ezra Miller as the Flash, and um, you know I. A lot of the humor centered around his character. You know, the Flash traditionally has been a very uh, humorous character. You know, in you know television and films. So it's interesting and good to see. You know, where they're focusing on that. Um, he's very talkative. You awkwardly so. <laughs> yeah, he had a few moments that were genuinely funny, but a lot of it, I don't know. I feel like it felt a little flat. Although I did enjoy it, but I think I enjoyed him because I love the Flash now since the television series. I think because of the television show, like then watching another character play Flash and then having to relearn, watch him relearn, watch the, the person playing Flash relearn his abilities. I, that's where I kind of lost a little bit with the mm. Flash. It's because I've already watched, you know, Barry Allen relearn or learn his abilities. And now I'm watching Barry Allen do it again. Yeah, within a couple of years. But yeah, you know, I think we're going to get a flash film out of this, so we'll get to see him grow and develop. Because I mean, he's just now becoming a CSI, which makes me wonder where he was supposed to be when the lightning struck him and sent him into some chemicals. Uh, yeah, are they yeah. changing that origin? They're keeping the lightning, but are they changing something else about the Flash's origin? Mm-hmm. You know, one one other thing I was thinking of. Um, they they do have a sequence early on in the movie where they describe, you know why Steppenwolf has come back and why he's trying to retrieve the mother boxes. Again, I hope I'm not giving too much away. This is still fairly early. But uh, we see several, I guess, metahumans in the past. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think we can easily point to one, but there was one name that I noticed in the credits that really surprised me um, that was most likely in that scene. What what name did you see? David Thulis. Oh, well, I would say there is a DC character that he probably was playing then, that we've seen him exactly, play Exactly, and that, and that DC character was named, or was noted next to his name. But, um, you know, it makes me wonder, you know, if they talk about, uh, Steppenwolf makes reference to the old gods, you yeah. know, and where we've just come through, you know, with a movie where we've, no, not necessarily focused, but where we've talked about Greek gods and, you know, Zeus being the father of Wonder Woman, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I have to wonder though. We've also got a movie coming down down the road for Shazam. Was Shazam one of those characters or yeah. one of those figures in that battle? You know, maybe who we think is this might be the Wizard. Uh, yeah, because there was one guy that definitely had some interesting powers, but I, I didn't know who he was. But I definitely recognized uh, some ring slinging going on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you elaborate on that? Uh, I will later when Philip and I are discussing that very thing. (laughs) I thought we weren't going to get that character in this movie. Well, we didn't get any specific (laughs) current universe characters, but we got the hint that they uh, they exist. Yep, yep. In fact, their titles are mentioned once by Steppenwolf. Um, You know, that actually reminds me of something else. 
was it just me, or was there a lot of um, a lot of the uh, what was in the trailers not make it into the movie? That happens a lot, anyway. <laughs> it does, it does. But uh, you know, it, it's been a recurring. You know, it seems to happen more and more lately. But uh, you know, there were certain lines and certain uh, ways that things were set up that certainly did not reflect what was in the trailer. Uh, you're talking about like the car scene. That was a little bit different. Like when Aquaman's riding on the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Well, like, it's like uh, it was a the, little bit different than the trailer. Yeah. Well, and, and even the current, tra- the the last trailer that came out, um, which shows Superman standing in the field, and they revert to show that it was a dream. He actually never says that line in the movie. Oh, I actually, about I didn't think about that. About the engagement ring. Yeah, oh, that's true. Where he says, I, I assume this means you said yes. Although I do recall seeing Lois was wearing the ring when she's talking to Martha. Mm-hmm. So it was somehow another there. Yeah, you know, and, and with that being said, when we almost had another show, Bat, or Batman vs. Superman showdown, I'm surprised Martha wasn't mentioned in this movie. <laughs> I think they wanted to get rid of it because so many people reacted so badly to that. <laughs> Which I haven't completely understood the negative reaction because I, I get it what was going on in the movie and I thought it was somewhat clever that oh yeah you know I never thought about it but both of their names are mother's names are Martha but yeah everybody just treated that like uh, like sand being coarse. <laughs> I think a lot of it is just it the the way that it's presented really isn't natural and I don't know it doesn't come across as natural dialogue to me the way that. You know, if you're being, uh, you know, pinned down and about to have a spear plunged through your chest, I would say, save my mother, who's Martha. <laughs> but save Martha? Mm. Well, he didn't want to say that Martha is his mother, though, at that point. It makes sense that he's going to be like, oh, no, you're killing Martha. No, don't do it. You know, that kind of thing. Because really, Superman showed up there. I think he wanted to talk. Because he knew what was going down, and like, hey, wait a minute, we're being turned against each other, and uh, you know, that needs to not happen. So, but Batman but, you know, was uh, ready for war. <laughs> well, we're not, we're not here to discuss the merits of Batman v Superman, or the lack of merits, as some would say. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but this film did yep. feel like a sequel to it. it. It brought up a lot of the things from Batman v Superman a lot. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You know, the, the other things that I found familiar about this movie, uh, here we've got a billionaire who's trying to put together this team of superheroes. We've got the uh, climax of the movie taking place in some uh, Russian, uh, Russianified, uh, you know, city where, you know, outside of the United States, we've got uh, uh, aliens coming through portals to uh, destroy the Earth. Avengers! <coughs> Avengers! <laughs> Tesseract! <laughs> yeah. Oh, you picked up on my uh, subtle hint. <laughs> yeah. Oh, believe me, we all know. <laughs> we saw it coming. Not to mention the, the mention of Darkseid, which is kind of the equivalent of, of Thanos. Uh, mm-hmm. So I expect Darkseid is coming. Probably in about Dark three Darkseid is. Darkseid Dark awesome. is. And before that, though, uh, we, you know, maybe we'll see the Legion of Doom happen. I don't know. Does that seem like that might happen to y'all? Oh, what would what would ever give you that idea? I, I have I'm, no I'm idea, but... More interested in an Injustice League. 
Yeah, make sure you stick around to the end of the credits. <laughs> you know, the, the, the other reference in the credits, um, again, I don't want to give too much away, but I really liked that. Yes. I think that exemplifies, you know, the t- type of tone and attitude uh, that the DC Universe needs moving forward. Um, it's... They forgot yeah, it's that to type fun. of the thing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, uh, like, like I said towards the beginning, um, I, I think there's a lot of hope that this is reinstilled. Uh, it's not a perfect movie. There's a lot that's, you know, you just kind of have to scratch your head and wonder how, you know, they go from point A to point B and make uh, connections from there. But uh, overall, you know, the the. The lack of uh, good feelings that I have for the previous movies so far in this universe, um, they're now getting outweighed by the goodwill of this one movie. Yeah. Well, plus with Wonder Woman being that good, and then then this movie, this kind of looks like they're making the direction the right direction. They're changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if you know, is Jeff Johns maybe stepping up and kind of changing things? Like, hey, you're not doing it right, or I don't know. Maybe I just don't like Zack Snyder. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Most of well, don't. you know, the, they're, they're saying that anywhere from uh, 20 to 50% of this movie was Joss Whedon rather than... Yeah. Right. And I heard Zack left the movie early during the editing process because he wasn't agreeing. And, well, they cited uh, family issues. Yeah, he, he but, really did. Uh, he had a family tragedy. Uh, I believe it was his oh, daughter that was well, that died. Uh, it was, yeah, it was very, uh, okay. very sad. So yeah. okay, I actually I didn't hear that. I just heard that he was leaving due to family. I knew he had problems with the editing process with Batman versus Superman. I think he wanted it four hours long. So yeah, I was just thinking, one, the, yeah, they forced this one to be two hours. Yeah, they, it was uh, originally cut to be a three-hour movie. And yeah, we will probably get the the ultimate cuts here <laughs> about a month after it comes out on DVD. Yeah, I'd be interested to see that actually. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, I know that they do focus a lot more on uh, Steppenwolf as a character uh, with that original cut. Uh, yeah. And we might even see, you know, some more aspects of the DC Universe that uh, they just had to leave out. Yep. But, uh, we really need to get this to move on, and we're going to move on yet not move on, because uh, you're going to get to hear now my thoughts with Lost Boy Philip as we were leaving the theater after seeing Justice League. And then stay tuned right after that as we sat down to play Star Wars Battlefront 2. All right, so Lost Boy Philip and I just came out of Justice League here at the theater. That's right, my super friend. Yes, indeed. And uh, overall, the basics, uh, it is a lot of fun. I have to agree yeah. with Leonard Moulton's assessment. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was I, fun. I liked it. I think I had more fun in it than I did Batman versus Superman. Oh, like yeah. the other Zack Snyder films. Yeah, me too. Although me I too. still like Wonder Woman better. Me Wonder too. Wonder Woman was a brilliant film. I love Wonder Woman. That was good. I, I, I mean the movie. And her. Well, I'm yeah. say. <laughs> I was excited when Wonder Woman makes her first appearance in this film. I was like, go get him, Diana. And, and I love the music. Her music was yeah, in there. Yeah, music is pretty good. I love that. And we heard it a little bit when she had her solo appearance early on in the film. Yeah, that's hear it in the stream. That's what I meant, yeah. Uh, so overall, uh, I'm not familiar with the character of Steppenwolf, but Steppenwolf did yeah, mention Darkseid. So who's, tell me about Steppenwolf. Because Steppenwolf I know is a band. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I only know very little about him, but I, I've uh, seen him a few times, and mostly what I knew him from was the Wonder Woman cartoon 
that uh, I'd bought him before, and he was in there. Oh, I haven't watched that in a while. I'm yeah, that again. he was in that, and so I, and also, of course, I might be also remember most of that from the Justice League. He was in there. Uh, the animated, yeah, animated Justice League is what I'm talking about. Sorry about that. The way back, that way, was awesome. Yeah, back in the ni- uh, early millennium. Yeah, yeah, and so late nineties, early millennium. Anyway, he was in that, and so I know him mostly from that. But is he like a servant of Darkseid or something? Uh, not so much a servant, but I know that he usually gets involved with with uh, uh, back to the Amazon type of stuff, and they always like to tie the villains together. I know he gets involved with Darkseid and other characters. So I can't remember all of the story right now. I'll have to look it up, which I don't have the ability to do at this moment. Yeah. And Darkseid is like the overall, the biggest bad of baddies in the DC universe, pretty much, that yes. I'm familiar with. Yeah, Darkseid was uh, created by Jack Kirby, and I noticed at the end of the credits today that they gave him credit for it, which I thought yeah, was great. Yeah, they mentioned Fourth World in the credits, yeah, too. Yeah, because that's, that's a whole Darkseid thing. Yes. So overall, the basic plot of this is Steppenwolf is trying to unite these three mother boxes to conquer Earth, which apparently he had tried to do before and failed because the uh, Amazons, the Atlanteans, and mankind united with a Green Lantern. You will see a Green Lantern. Yes. From like a, however many years in the past this was supposed to be. Which had a kind of a Lord of the Rings feel. Did you notice yes, that? Yes, it did. It looked yeah. like they were trying to be the prologue of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, which I thought was kind of, kind of interesting how they did that. Yeah. Only not as good as Lord of the Rings, but you, know, oh, yeah, I, you, know. you do get it. They had that feel of the least, last alliance of elves and men. I mean, uh, Atlanteans and, and yeah, Amazons. At least in that scene. <laughs> but it was kind of a nice throw-in because we were going about to meet Arthur Curry, of yes. course. We already are familiar with Diana Prince. Yep. But so Steppenwolf is, is uh, coming down to invade Earth, and so Batman is stepping up. See what I did there? Yeah, there you go. To I put like together it. a team, an alliance. That's and right. so he is hunting down everyone he's going to need on his team. Uh, so and that's about as far as I would plot I want to get into some yeah. you know parts I really enjoyed. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. It's nice anything. to see the Flash. I do enjoy because yeah. I like the Flash. Yeah, the, I love the character of the Flash yeah, and, I, and Barry Allen. You know, we didn't like that he was. I mean, him being a bit of comedy relief is good. Yeah, but it was might have been a little too much. He's a little too too awkward, geeky. Yeah, too much. I, I thought so personally. This is just a personal opinion. I thought it was a little too much, a little too often. But uh, meaning to say that it was a little too heavy. Uh, sometimes if you hit it too much it's kind of like okay get over it already but that's just me I was like come on but again that's just my personal opinion yeah and it was a little annoying but I still enjoyed it just because I love the flash and not to put down the actor the actor did fine yeah yeah. And, he, and he was enjoyable as the fact of, you know, uh, you know it's nice to see the Flash. I guess yes, it was. It's my turn to go right there. Uh, and <laughs> there are some really great moments. I'm sure it's, you know, it's no secret Superman does return in this yeah, film. Everybody no knows. But uh, there's one of my favorite Flash moment is this moment where uh, I, I, I want to be careful how much I give away, but yeah. they're not sure how Superman's going to react to coming back. But there's a moment when Flash is trying to run near Superman and whenever Flash has been running everybody else is like frozen except for Wonder Woman you can see her move a little bit because she's super fast but there's a direct look where Superman is following the Flash with his eyes that was well done on both actors yeah and the Flash's reaction of like whoa you know how fast Superman is like oh crud (laughs) so they do play into the who's faster really Superman or the Flash they did a great job in that they really did Uh, I did enjoy having Cyborg he was a little bit too moody Uh, I'm used to the Teen Titans animated series where he's a little bit more energetic and stuff like that and we did get a good booyah eventually at the end 
but he was so low-key. It was like having Ben Stein. Yeah. Even when he's talking about some intense stuff, he's so low-key. If we don't but get these things that was, apart where the world is going keep to Keep in mind, this is kind of the origin story of uh, Cyborg when he's figuring out what's going on and, and how he's working. This is kind of the beginning of him figuring out what he's doing. But his, his character didn't develop past the... Ben Steinness. Well, I'd like to have it to grow. The very, very end, you kind of get that. Yeah, coming with, with a boo, yeah. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> I love the fact. I know we mentioned this before. I at least together. I don't know if we did on 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 the show. I love the fact that his father is the guy on Terminator Two. Yes. Yeah. Who who <laughs> brought the Terminators to, uh, into existence? So that's right. awesome. There's a definite goofy Terminator parallel of uh, uh, you know I I suppose Cyborg may be Cyberdyne Systems yes. Model One. That's right. <laughs> that's for us geeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everybody listening to this show gets it though. Yeah, probably do. Uh, Let's see who else. I was. Uh, it was really oh, nice. Aquaman to see. was great. Aquaman was pretty darn cool. He had a beach bum thing going yeah, on. Yeah, he did. He was really cool. The, I didn't know what to think of when I first saw who was going to play him. But the, the, the at first it bothered me his hair wasn't blonde. But you know what? It was blonde enough in this film. Yeah, he had he had some dark roots, but some blonde highlights. Yeah, and the eyes were great because yeah. the actor has brown eyes. But in the movie, it had a bluish look. And yeah. I for years I've had to defend Aquaman. Because I think he's a great character, and people ask about how nerdy he is. I'm going to tell you something. They took away all the nerdiness in this yeah. film. They really did. And they made jokes about, you know, Batman was like, hey, I hear you can talk to fish. Is that true? Uh, yeah, and he took care of all that. Yeah, he dealt with that issue. Yeah, he's really a great character. He's underestimated. Uh-huh. He really is. And that we almost got a little bit of an origin for him, because I guess he's been away from Atlantis uh, because you yeah. know, he, he has abandonment issues from his mother, leaving him with his human yeah. father. He was, he was left at a lighthouse. Wow. With his father. Yeah, he's left at a lighthouse with his father. He can talk to fish through the water. He can control the water. He can yeah. do lots of great things. It's, he's really a great character. Just one of the most underrated, underestimated characters in probably all comic book history, in my opinion. Yeah. And we do see a little bit of that control of water, but not as much as I'd like to. But, you know, he's just got a hold of his trident. So we, we get to see him first kind of using it to control the ocean and, and the tide of water. And it's, it's not perfect. But I'm like, you know, he's just now learning to do this, so it makes sense that he's going to grow and become stronger and even more powerful, and the waves will obey his every whim. I can't wait to see an Aquaman movie, which I know they're getting put together. Yep, I believe we're having a Flash movie, and I wouldn't mind a Cyborg movie, they're, too. They're I talking like about it. They're talking about it, yeah. So, yeah, they, they really introduced some interesting characters. Uh, the critics are tearing this thing up, but, you know, and it's not it's not great. No. But it's fun. I say out of four stars, per, I personally give it two and a half at least. Yeah, I think I would give it at least a two and a half. Maybe, maybe three, because yeah, I really maybe. had a good time. Danny Elfman, you did a great job with the music. And I, I love the fact, of course, it's just me, my, my geekiness coming out. But I love the fact that you hear a little bit of John Williams' Superman music. Which, a little bit of his own uh, Batman and, music. Yeah, a little bit and of his own Batman. Bit. He didn't cut yeah. hard with it and no. push it. He blended it right in. No, because it's not Batman movie. It's not Superman movie. So, I, But I love... See, you guys have no idea. I listen to the Superman music probably, maybe not every day, but almost every single day of my life. I mean, that's even my ringtone right now. <laughs> and I listen to Batman, I'd say, at least every other week. You know, So I, I, these are very important music uh, you know, yeah. themes to me. <laughs> and it's so nice to hear the Batman theme in a movie theater Yes, again, it is. Because it's been... So long. That's right. Not since 1992 that we got to go to the theater to hear Batman. That's exactly right. Oh, wow. Wow, it's been a long time. Yeah, way too long. So definitely enjoyable characters, some interesting character arcs. 
Uh, I think you definitely, you, if you have not seen this, I think you're going to enjoy it, even as Disney and Marvel fans, because this one, they really, they borrow a lot from Avengers. I mean, having this cosmic cube that could destroy the world, you know, yeah. bringing an, inv an alien invasion force in with these cubes and hinting at a bigger, big bad than uh, than you're getting right now with mentioning Darkseid's name at least once. Yeah. And there is a couple of, there's one at the very end of the credits and the one kind of midway through the credits. There is a mid-credit scene that's just for kicks yeah. and fun. Definitely Avengers feels about it. Yeah. Even, even some of the rock music that we've all enjoyed, you know, from the 60s from and 70s and stuff. stuff. Yeah. You, you have that feeling about it. And so you definitely have that we're trying to be Avengers. Like, what well, if we understand? Because let's be honest, you I'm sure you all know this. You're probably geeks like us. But Avengers was created because of Justice League. Yep. I'm, I'm talking about in the comic books. That's why Avengers was created, to go against Justice League. And that's the truth. Yep. Justice League was first, but they just took their own sweet time getting that movie done. Yeah. Although they could have done it any number of times all through these years. Warner Brothers has had the rights to the Justice League and to all the DC characters since the 1980s. And so this is, that's me, I'm cyborg. No, that is the reason why, that is the reason why it makes no sense, absolutely no sense at all, why they have done nothing. In fact, Joss Whedon had a, uh, well, a script that he created and made a long time ago for Wonder Woman and why Warner Brothers would not do anything with it, I have no idea. Mm. I, it, from a little bit I read of it once online. It was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. Now, this is not to put down anything about the Wonder Woman movie. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it was a great film. It was great. But either way, they have just sat on their hands and brought us wonderful films like Batman and Robin with Arnold Schwarzenegger. But anyway. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Everything freezes. Oh, good oh, heavens. Wow. So, yeah. So, it's... it's and in the DC universe, they're 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 still not quite firing on all cylinders. I think for what they could be, but this was a pretty good effort. Yeah, and this this is it's a little Zach, it's a little less Zack Schneider. It's not yeah, to put down. Josh the man, Whedon but... did come in and start writing on this. Yeah, thing, try to make make the characters a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Uh, so overall, we'd say you know thumbs up. Go see it. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Come on, my super friends. Let's go see it. Yep. To Disney and beyond. Okay, so now, uh, Lost Boy Philip and I are uh, going to sit down on Battlefront 2, which I guess it just officially came out this week. Yes. So there have been some people complaining that EA has made it really difficult to unlock characters. Have you been finding that a problem? I have, and it's irritating because I paid the extra money, uh, you <laughs> know, and I should have been able to have the characters, you know. Yeah. But either way, it is irritating. It's irritating because I want my extra characters, but... I'll be patient, and I'll unlock them one forceful character at a time. Yeah. The best thing is is I enjoy fighting and killing, and it sounds so Maiming. awful. You know, it sounds so awful. Oh, Star Wars music. Especially from a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. I'm going to turn this up a little bit so the uh, listeners yes, can right hear. Here. I want the listeners to hear us maiming and killing each other. Oh, yeah, there we go. Can we fight on the Death Star and do like Death Star flights? Cause I believe so, but I haven't done any of those types of battles yet. Because I have on the multiplayer, I could do that on the first battlefront. I could do a Death Star battle, but uh, I need to turn this down so they can. I make sure we can still be heard. Um, but I have to go multiplayer, and I don't play the first one online. I uh, I'm not sure if I can do that or not because I haven't done it. I I'll have to look and see. I haven't. Yeah, I nine on the open crates though. Yeah, I, I don't have it done it yet. 
Let's see, is it how do we do this? Test our training? Let's see. Well, we can do a co-op thing. We can both get that. Or versus. Let's see. Do, let's do versus. Let's see what that. Means. All right then. Let's see battle scenarios. So what does it say about the scenarios? Oh, hey, this uh, yeah, I can say. Oh, uh, well, I was going to read that out loud. It says battle scenarios. This is stuff we can do on versus scenarios are specially orchestrated encounters from the eras of Star Wars. Complete them all to become a Ford model combatant and earn unique rewards. And there's also custom arcade mode. Ready for a round of shooting practice, lightsaber training? How about an epic showdown against legions of elite stormtroopers? Modify the game rules, alter the AI, and change gameplay settings to play how you want. So that adds a lot more functionality to it playing does. on your own. It does. You can set up your own game however you want to play. Yeah, absolutely. But of course, we can also do a battle scenario, which I guess yeah, is pretty absolutely. custom. So we can play during the uh, ooh, altering the deal. Yeah, that's fun. Father and son. Ooh, what's that? Show us father and son. That's got to be a Vader and Luke thing. Yeah, isn't that cool? Uh, duel at the Great Temple, Yavin Fort. Brother, we got to do that. <laughs> do you want to do that now? Let's do it! Let's do it! All right. This should be awesome. All right, so we're headed to Yavin 4. Absolutely. It's got to load. You don't know the power of the dark side. I take it you're playing and then as the Empire. Anyway, any way you want it, brother. <laughs> anyway, oh. Uh, we go it. way back. We used to play Halo against each oh, other. Yeah. Just one-on-one -on -one Halos. Philip is really good at hiding in the shadows of that sword and coming out and stabbing me in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had some good old times on Halo. We haven't done that in a long time. Oh, it's been a long time. We used to play the original Battlefront uh, on the PS2. Played the old one. I played Battlefront 2 there. I still like being a sniper. It, there's something about... It, we used to do Call of Duty and stuff like that. What uh, was the I other ones we well, did? No, I, so I had Call of Duty for a while. I don't think I ever got to play that with you. But over at James' house, we played... We, oh, the World War II one. Yeah, yes. we, we did play like some Call of Duty Black Ops one time over yes. at James's house. And what was the other one that we used to do where we... Oh, here we go. Here we go. So we got to choose who we are. Let's see how we do that. I don't know how we choose. I'm going to hit my X button for starting. Okay. So you're I'm Vader, apparently. Automatically. Defeat the light side. And it's playing my music. Alright, controls so far. I'm running the same way I did in the first one. I'm looking for some rebel scum to slaughter. Uh, it looks like a lot of the powers are the same. I'm running on top of the Millennium Falcon right now. It's a lot different to having the... Oh, well, I think... We're fighting. I am your. Oh, oh, and I have eliminated you. Oh no! Join me, son. No. Join me. It's oh, not look at true. This. Look at this. There's a fighter from Rogue One in here. One of those uh, Y wings? No, not a Y wing. It's what is this? Possible. Uh, a, a U wing, I believe it is. I don't see any regular troopers. I think it's just you and me hunting each other. Just the way it should be. I wonder if any of my force powers will work. Uh, looks like there's some options between R1 and L1. Oh, I, I guess I just used one. I don't know what that was. It might have been a force choke. It's very dark here at Yavin Base. I don't know that my radar really shows you. I, see. I think I see a red dot, though. That's me. Oh, there you are. Oh, force pushed. I was trying to see what my uh, middle button would do, but I lost sight of him. I got you a second time. Oh, 
See, there should be a block button if I do the S. Yeah, there. there's block. It's like, see, I just L L two is a block. L two. They could have gotten a better Mark Hamill impersonator. Sure. Did you hear the other day that he went to? Uh, Showed up on Star Tours. Yes, isn't that great? Return to the what? I apparently I left the battle area. Yeah, you gotta turn around. Oh yeah, there Holy you go. Holy cow! Are you what, kidding what are those me? Black and white does that. Yeah. I see a red dot nearby. Where's that red dot? There you are. Come with me, son. Oh, that's a heck of a force push. Oh, I think you got me that time. Oh, you got me. One for you. For you. <laughs> you don't see me laughing over your dead body, father. <laughs> I wonder if there's a way to like change up some of your because there's cards I guess you can do. View abilities. Whoop. Okay, so focused rage when I hit okay, that's what your middle thing is. L L1 and R1. Focused rage. Darth Vader channels the dark side of the force and focuses his rage. His melee strikes strain no stamina and deal bonus damage. And of course lightsaber throw and a force choke. Okay, so that's how you do that middle thing. I was thinking I hit the triangle button. Okay. So uh, you've, you've obviously found your force push, and I think you yeah, can throw your saber as well. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's very annoying that they've really limited the area that we can run here on the oven base, because I keep running into areas where I'm leaving the combat zone, although I'm just going to a different area of the base. Now, it may have limited us because we're doing a one-on-one -on -one father versus son so. scenario. They, they still had on other areas, but it's not quite as short. Because you do have more people to hunt down, I think. Oh, look, oh, we can go see. underground in here. I'm in a sewer. Maybe I shouldn't be selling that. Of course, it's not like you can't see it. It's right in front of you, too. Yeah, I'm not looking. Yeah, I'm trying not to look up there. I'm just following your dot. I, yeah, I always try hard not to do that, when I'm, especially yeah. when I'm going to one Ooh, Your dot's right near me, but I bet you're over my head somewhere. Can I jump up there? How do we get out of this hole? Oh, like that. Nope, that didn't work. Uh-oh. I seem to be stuck in a sewer worse than a ninja turtle. <laughs> there we go. Well, I'm out of the sewer, but now your dot has moved. You were supposed to stand still for I could come out and kill you. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that how it does? <laughs> is, that how, is that how life That's works? That's how the Dark Force works. I thought I saw something up here. Yep, I did see something up here. Oh, man, that force push is formidable. I like the way the characters are talking to each other. I can't understand what I'm saying, though. Oh, I didn't take long. Yeah, I did whatever that dark side boost or whatever power. Give in to your hatred. Only your hatred can destroy me. But you do not yet realize your importance. Together, we can end this destructive conflict. Join me and we'll rule the galaxy as father and son. If you're my father, I slit my wrist with my saber years ago, young man. <laughs> uh, uh. Where are you hiding? It is useless to resist. If you will not turn to the dark side, then perhaps your sister will. Well, I'm not sure where she's at. Oh, that's right, she's upstairs. <laughs> yeah, she should be running around Yavin Base. Somewhere. Well, we should. I think she's running out some little crazy teddy bears. 
on a completely different planet. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, I know you're you're close. There we are. Find you, I'm right behind you. Catch. <laughs> I got stuck in a corner somewhere. Oh, I, oh, I think I, was, I got stuck there for a second too. Yeah, I got stuck. One yeah. kill remaining and I'll have you now. Uh, there's no way I'm getting out of this. You can get out of this. What Join me. This? What did you what did you find something there? I, I don't like, know. It is we found some different menus. Every time we've died, it has uh, brought us into a menu. Well, there you go. You can look at your powers. Uh, There's your pulse so push. So, do you hit L1 and R1 together? Yes, together. That's your pulse. Luke Skywalker sends a burst of force energy out from the ground, dealing damage to any enemies nearby. Ah. Of course, that force push has been doing well for you. Yeah. Knocking me way off of stuff. Rush. Luke Skywalker uses the force to enhance his speed and quickly move in any direction. So, you can charge me. Oh, I didn't know You that. can't throw your saber like I can, though. <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't even know that. I hadn't done that yet. Which worked really effectively there. I got to play a little game of catch with my son. <laughs> catch my saber. Not quite like your dad. Yeah, you're not as powerful as I am. The dark side has made me stronger. You cannot hide forever, you do not yet realize your importance. Where'd he go? Woo! Wow! Ah! You got me. You do. You beat me. Vader Oof. wins. Vader wins. And now the entire trilogy is destroyed. <laughs> there are no prequels. Yay! And there are no movies coming out in December. Yep, it's all over. It's all over. Although there are some fears that Luke will be turning to the dark side because even on some glasses from uh, from the Alamo Draft House, they picture Luke with the dark side characters on a glass. Well, we shall see. The Last Jedi has been destroyed before we even got to the new film. <laughs> the Empire remains in control. Well... There will sorry, be folks. no rise of Snoke because Vader will rule the galaxy. I have ruined it all. I am so sorry. You have fallen before the I mic. have fallen. I destroyed everything. I apologize to all of you. I earned guest points. There you That's go. That's interesting. Now, but I'm not in as a guest. I am me. I want, I want credit for that. <laughs> I want credit for the fact that I just won. Well, you see your name down there. Yeah, it does have my name on there. So it's it should give me them points instead of guest points. Well, that's cool, though. All right, so how do we do like a regular type battle where we're just playing troopers? Although that was well, rather fun being. I mean, do that. I apologize. I, I oh, would you hit the replay again? Well, I think we can get out of this. I, yeah, let's do that. I didn't mean to. I don't know. Let's see what else we got here. Yes, yeah, look at some of these other options here. I simply meant to hit like go back to the. To main go back, yeah. yeah. I like the shot though of Yavin Four. This is one we're quite familiar with. Yeah. Of uh, you know, I can I can see the the Death Star coming around the the major planet. Let's see if we hit the start button. Can we get out of that? No, that's not the one. There you uh, go. Quit. quit. Yeah. 
There we go. There we go. Uh, the title screen is nice here. It uh, yes. does have uh, Ray, Darth Maul, and also uh, this, uh, this character, character from this new yes, I can't think of the character's name right now. I'm seeing it, and, and I'm in the middle of playing that story. And it's a shorter story, but it's a nice story. You're, you're kind of a villain in a way. You're part of the Empire. You're, yeah, you're Empire. You're, and it's, it's a lot of you're fun. You're Special Forces Empire. Yeah. Uh, Inferno Squad, I believe. Yeah, it? it's a lot of fun because you get this little droid on your back. You send it out. You become a, a prisoner on purpose. And you're sitting uh, basically in their prison, if you will. Uh, and this little droid is on your back and you set it free and it goes through the vents. And you are this little droid, going, you have to be a spy as this droid, and you're going through the vents, and you have to set this uh, this empire, uh, this uh, soldier free, and now you're the soldier. Because oh it comes back and that sets you free, and you have to go through, and you're going through the ships, and you're having to kill all these rebels. And it's, I gotta admit, it's fun, you're also feeling horrible. Because you're the bad you're guy. Like, you're a bad guy <laughs> killing all these people, you're like, oh, I'm gonna kill you all. And you're like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I'm killing all these... Rebel scum! <laughs> yeah, you're killing all the rebel scum. So, how do we, because right now it looks like all these battle scenarios are hero versus hero. Yeah. Is there a way that we can get this to where we can... Well, what what motor one? Let's back up one here and let's see. Yeah. Because yeah. all right, there's there's co-op team up with your friends on a split screen or versus go head to head in a split screen versus arcade. Maybe arcade mode is what we want to look at. Yeah, let's look at the. Uh, or we co-op and work together. Let's see, there's, let's look at now multiplayer. The problem with that is that one has to be online. Yeah. And then there, let's look at the arcade. Oh, that is what we run. Co-op? Yeah, they run us back into that Let's sort do of that thing. Let's for a second. See what, what are we looking at? Are we looking at the co-op? Uh, yeah. Well, put us into a battle scenario and see if we're playing as some regular troopers. The light side? Or yeah, the... let's be the light side. You've been having to be bad for long enough. Save our skins. <laughs> uh, team battle is a great template album for it. We just did that area. But I guess that's all we're allowed. Everything else is locked. And this is the arcade co-op battle scenario. Okay. Well, let's try it. So we're on the same team. Yeah, all right. We are the rebels. That's a lot This is the only way I will not kill you. I've only got to do a little <laughs> bit, you know. Hey, young man. <laughs> we're a team. We've united the league. There we go. We have formed an alliance of elves and men. <laughs> so once again, we're looking at this Yavin 4 screen, which is very, very cool. You could you could just imagine the Millennium Falcon flying to this this forest moon of Yavin. Outside of the planet. Well, I guess it's the fourth moon of the planet Yavin, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Because Yavin would be the big orange planet. And so the fourth is this little blue thing where it's very nice. Jungle, ancient ruins. Good place to hide out if you happen to be a rebellion. Yeah. Well, one thing I'm looking forward to is unlocking all this. It's going to take some time. Yeah. Because I'm wanting to get... That's why I said it did kind of irritate me. Because you buy all the extra stuff, which I did... And I didn't get to do any of it. So yeah. I said, oh, you had it extra early. I did. I didn't know I did. <laughs> oh, look at there. You can... Oh, see, here's where you can choose. So I could choose to be Luke or Leia. Yeah. Leia's powerful on the first uh, Battlefront. You can, you can heal herself. Oh. Are you playing as Leia? All right, I'll be Luke. Yeah. Now, Come, sister. We must fight the Empire. Oops. It's fun to play as the heroes. Yes, it is. Apparently you found a fight. Now I know how to zoom. Stormtroopers! Uh oh. I gotta go back. Somehow I'm facing the wrong way. I eluded TK something rather. 
70 kills remain. Oh. I think the main fight is out here. And I'm still running into areas of the base that you can yeah. run to, but you're not allowed. It's limiting. Oh, that is a stormtrooper there. I like when you go to the base and you come up to the other side. Oh! I love getting into all these battles. Like the oh, Luke has a kick. He does as well oh, cool. as the. Uh, What's up, Luke? What's up is you didn't see that stormtrooper was coming to shoot you. Why, thank you. There's another trooper over there. Oh, no, that's, that's one of I ours. I the music. Oh, yes. I believe I saw a bit of a red flash on this area of the map. I think they're coming. Here they come. I, Ooh, I believe in story that. this would be right after the Death Star is destroyed. The Empire sends some uh, people as they're trying to get rid of the get off the base. So before... Uh... Before they, they manage to evacuate completely. Although this uh, Luke is a Return of the Jedi style Luke. That's what I'm playing as. But it would kind of make sense that the Empire would show up and with a last ditch effort to try to get the Rebels before they left the planet. Yeah. Or the moon. They're coming from this side over here. Oh, the music's great. Oh, yeah. John Wayne, we love you. You're the greatest. They need to send more stormtroopers in than this. There's not enough for me and to I kill. I wish there was more of a warning than this. Suddenly you get 10 seconds, you're going to die. That's kind of annoying. Because the other day I was a, a stormtrooper type. See, like that. I was a stormtrooper type and I was uh, flying around and I flew out of the area and died. Because, yeah, 10 seconds later, I'm out of, uh, out of boost. I'm out of the battle area. That, that's so annoying. They need to fix that. that that's a problem. I don't like having the uh, limited area. I mean, I understand it during the uh, um, the uh, space combat a little bit, you know, trying to keep everybody in a, in a certain area for the fight. But here on land, when we're just inside the base, I should not be running out of the, uh, the battle zone. But maybe then we just unlock and the area gets bigger. It seems like I feel very limited to being just outside of the temple. Well, you only get 10 seconds. You're kind of like, okay, yeah, once you're outside, they say, oh, you got 10 seconds, you better get back into the battle. Or you're going to die. Well, like I said, I was, in, I was a, a trooper. I had the rocket thing. Suddenly, I got out of the you know, area by accident, and I'm out of boost. I could not rocket back, and I died. Wow, these rebel soldiers are almost useless. They're sitting there trying to fight with these troopers, and oh, hey, look, you finally killed one. I usually have to show up and finish them off. Let's try this out. Oh, I guess you shot them all before I could do my big super force ground smash thing. Well, isn't that horrible? <laughs> yes, it was. I wanted to see them all die. <laughs> it is supposed to be a Jedi Knight. Hey, just be thankful I'm on your side. Uh-oh. They're inside the base. They're inside the base. They're right at the borders. And I bet you could end up chasing a stormtrooper through this border. But yeah, look at all that open space over there. And we're not allowed to go there. That is ridiculous. We barely get inside the hangar and they're saying, Nope, 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 nope. Can't go that way. So, so far, that would be the major complaint I would have. Yeah, I, got all that I feel a little limited on where I'm allowed to go on the base. 
I want to be able to cover a lot of ground. Now, if you really want to block me in an area, put a wall up. Don't leave it open space. Yeah. Is that your gun? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sounded like a TIE fighter gun, so <laughs> I was a little worried. Like, are we getting hit by TIE fighters? <laughs> Have a force push, my friends. It does sound like a TIE fighter. I'm going to try it. Here we go. Boom! The ground has fluctuated and you are all dead. That was awesome. Oh, hiding stormtroopers. You cannot hide from me. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot. I'm, I'm Luke. <laughs> I never met a stormtrooper I couldn't kill. You never met a stormtrooper that you ever liked. <laughs> oh, I found the control room. At least this has walls that indicate where uh, I'm not allowed to go. Oh, did we win? Go. Victory? Victory. Victory in 5 minutes, 23 seconds. Now that should have unlocked some things. Here's the hope. But I guess we did have the option of playing as some troops. Woo, I scored 9,000 points. And on I did thing. only three. But I like Princess Leia, but her gun is very doesn't have great a lot of power a whole lot of power Just, it did in the original you had some yeah. power in that gun you could headshot and yeah this but she also yeah, had the ability that. to drop health that's true and the, the nice thing is you could drop health for other troopers but no i'd drop health out in front of me and heal myself great help trooper it's your progress of a challenge win 10 team battle matches with 30 one enemy shot. defeats or more yeah one out of ten so there are challenges. I, these must be the challenges you have to defeat to unlock your characters. Wow, they're a lot of effort. So, overall, I, I suppose before we end this review, we should do at least one battle where I, I play as a normal trooper. Just give that a run. Yeah, you be a trooper. Trooper. I enjoy the... I've tried, as you know, this week. I enjoy being a sniper. But yeah. the only problem is with snipers, you have to load... You're, which is true. You have to do that. You have to load a lot quicker, and you get killed a lot quicker. Your yeah. health is not as great. Uh, I see that we've unlocked Let the Wookiee Win. Yes. There's Han and Chewie are the optionals. Uh, this is on Moss Eisley and Tatooine. Awesome. But I will try to play as a some sort of soldier. Although it would be really fun to be Han and Chewie, wouldn't it? Yeah, I would. <laughs> see. Oh, oh, wiped them out. We could go over on Naboo. I kind of want to do it with Tatooine. That sounded fun, but all right. We can, no, we can do it either one. We can do, you want to do the light side? Yeah, man. Let the Wookiee win. Onslaught on Moss Eisley. Okay, you be Han. <laughs> okay, I was going to be a soldier. But I guess Han's like a soldier. He's got a gun. He is a soldier. Yeah. He's a pirate is what he is. And I would be his furry friend. Awesome. Well, you're taller me. than me anyway. so That's right. But you're furrier than me here. <laughs> At the moment, yeah. No shave moment. November. Although I didn't, I didn't cut off my sideburns before No Shave November, so I have weird sideburn things amongst That's my okay. uh, half of my. Uh... <laughs> so uh, it's a trap. Imperial troops have caught Han and Chewbacca in an ambush at Mos Eisley. They've gotten out of tighter places than this, though. Defeat them all. No problem. Chewie Chew and I can handle anything. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, where was I? I was seeing some sort of uh, this funny thing on Star Wars where they said that they had Han admit he actually doesn't understand a word Chewie says or something. It was this goofy little cartoon thing. No, Chewie says this, and then they have a subtitle for Chewie it says like, "I said no such thing. You never understood me." <laughs> Looking forward to seeing how Han meets Chewie in the Solo film. 
Well, if it's like the old books, he helped him escape when he was young. Yep. Oh, see, how did you change character? Uh, push down oh, everything, and there you go. Happy Defeat life day. 35 Imperial <laughs> Yeah. Happy life day. <laughs> exactly. Happy life day. And happy birthday, Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What a guy. Hi, pal. Oh, I just got shot. Who what shot me? I'm being shot at. What, what, what am I seeing right by here? Oh, that's you. So, that's you. Scout troopers. I can't really see my aiming cursor so good. Uh, I wonder if there's something in options. Two minutes remain. We gotta finish them off in two minutes. Whoa! When I do the uh, zoom in to aim, I, my dot becomes an X. But uh, there should I, I can't see my crosshair very well. Ooh, they're, they're coming at me from behind here. Shooting me downwind. Where am I? I, I feel like we have more areas to wander here in Mosaiza than we did. You're just on a killing binge up there, aren't you? I'm just slaying with my arms more than anything else. I, tried, I think I can leave and toss thermal detonators or leave a charge. Oh, apparently I left the area again. Oh, well, got it. There's a little red dot on the map. I was trying to wander my way too. I've been running all over this place just to shoot one stormtrooper. See if I can leave a charge or something. Oh, 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 man. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I can't even fire back. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're getting it. Angry. Oh, like it was like a heavy trooper from the uh, other game. He's got a fully out two of them. Fully automatic blasters. I can't do like rapid that. fire. Severe. Wow. And I'm pinned down. Chewie, I'm in trouble. I got a charge. Boom. Charge tackle. That was awesome. There we go. I'm getting out of here. Wow, I got my butt handed to me. Oh, I think I'm being followed. Yeah, I am. It's hard to see where you're aiming in this. Uh, it might be because of this, the split screen effect. I'm not hearing a lot of the sound effects of my own, uh, you know, authentic, you know, Han Solo's blaster has a very distinct noise and sound. I'm not really hearing that. Might be one of those split oh, screen things. Did they, they get you? Well, I had like four of them that kept coming and hit me. And after a while, you can only do so much. Yeah. I'll leave a charge in case those guys come. I wonder if it'll let charge will go off automatically. Yeah, you know, they got me, but yeah, there's not something you can do if you're surrounded. They kept surrounding me, kept surrounding me. But I'm going back after him. Whoa! Oh, you're back. Good. I thought you were out for good. I was like, oh no, I'm on my own. Can't see where my shots are going hardly. I must admit with Chewie, though, I'm having to use a lot of my arm force here. They got shields up. Yeah, that's what I was having problems with. I'm gonna throw a charge out there. Yeah! That did the job. Well, that's you, Chewie. Good to meet you again. I think we better stick together. I'm gonna shoot this guy in the back who's got a shield. Oh, there's my melee attack. Get him, Chewie. Tear his arms up. Oh, my gun's overheated. Have an Indiana Jones punch. 
Ten seconds. One kill remaining. Got to We just gotta kill one more oh, in four seconds. I got one. Good, right we win. <laughs> that was barely. Barely. Man, that, I was getting beaten up something terrible. I died yeah, once. No, they, they have some very tough stormtroopers. and uh, The rapid fire is a lot more precise. I found those guys wearing gray, whatever you want to call those. The, yeah, the, uh, like they're normally on the AT-AT or AT-AT. Yes. Those fellas are a lot tougher. First of all, I think they, they, were, they shaded in there. They're good camouflage, if you will. Yeah. But, man, those guys were tough. <laughs> yeah, so overall, though, this is pretty fun. And uh, yeah. I, I found this a lot more fun in Tatooine than it was having that open space that we're not allowed to step yes. into. Although I did run across that a little bit, and I did find an open space that it didn't let me step into. Uh, that, to me, is a design flaw. You should not have open spaces that you're not allowed to go into. If you want to keep a, a player out of it, put a wall up. Yeah, it's a temptation. Especially if you're dealing with a city, it's so easy to have a wall. Have it where there's a, uh, a wall of some sort where you can't just, can't just go in. Right, you know, just so you can't wander into out of the battle area. Yeah, have it like a, a visible wall, yeah. nothing else. So I did find that. I did come across it here in Mos Eisley, but, and especially when you're building a city area, it would have been very easy to just simply have a building there. Just say no. <laughs> just have a building. Yeah. Uh, so overall, but yeah, that's our thoughts on Battlefront 2 at this Good point. Good graphics. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of good things, I think, that they've done on it. And I'm sure it's going to get better as I unlock things. The characters look great. The move is great. This is something I've been waiting for for a very long time. I'm still very excited about it. However, I'm looking forward to see where they're going to go as the years go by. Yeah. I'm looking forward to see what they're going to do. I, th I see some great promise. I just hope that they have the promise to continue to get better uh, while they're bringing them out. Yeah, and not, not not bring it out and saying, "Oh, we'll get better." That's all. <laughs> yeah, uh, unlike you know, kind of like those oh. WWE games you keep playing. <laughs> I love those too. <laughs> they keep buddy. promising they're going to get better, and they do. And they do. Like this small year's, steps. This year's small pretty steps. doggone good. I will say. Yeah. Not that that's what we're talking about now, but. Thank you for listening to the Neverland podcast. We invite you back next week for more fun and adventure. Until then, remember to keep a pixie in your pocket. It's that young at heart, positive attitude that you can share with others. And remember to visit our website at NeverlandPodcast.com. There you can find links to our news page, our shop, our contact page, where you can easily send an email to podcast at NeverlandPodcast.com. You can also find our Neverlanders page, where you can find out how to become an official lost boy or pixie, because girls are too clever to get lost. Become a real Neverlander! Please feel free to leave us a voicemail at 816-226-6492. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at NeverlandPCast. And like our Neverland Podcast fan page on Facebook. We also have a group on Facebook for you to join. We also appreciate your support to keep the Neverland Podcast up and running. Visit Patreon.com slash NeverlandPodcast to donate to Keeping the Pixie Dust Alive. Copyright content featured on the Neverland podcast is copyright of their respective creators and used under fair use license. All original content is copyright of Blue Band Productions and a very special thanks to Yeehaw Bob Jackson at yeehawbob.com for our new ending music. God bless! Yeah! Hello everybody, this is Yeehaw Bob Jackson. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, it's true. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Yeah! <laughs> Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.